0: This audio is brought to you by MuslimCentral.com. Actually. Oh. I felt this. Thank you for making that record. Can we start the class? Bismillah wa salatu wa ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi We're going to start by calming your nerves. Because yesterday things started so nicely and smoothly. And then at the end, they're like, there's too much happening. There's so much information. How do I keep up? Relax. My job is to teach you, but also to make sure you keep it. Not just to go through this railroad, but actually retain, inshallah. So let's start a little slowly today how many kinds of words are there in arabic there are three kinds of words in arabic an ism a fi'l and a harf what's a harf a word that doesn't make sense by itself unless followed by another word very good okay so that's harf we will learn harf but it's, it, you cannot learn harf by itself because it doesn't make sense by itself. So we'll learn some things about the ism and some things about the fi'il. And along the way, we'll end up learning some things about the harf. Harf is kind of like a clingy cousin who just wants to hang out with either ism or a fi'il. So we're going to learn him along the way. He's not a main character. The two main characters are actually what? Ism and fi'il. Okay. Harf is basically kind of like a loser. He's like, can I hang out with you, ism? Can I hang out with you, fi'il? Please, can I hang out with you? So, he just kind of either is clinging to an ism or clinging to a fi'il. Okay, what's a fi'il? Ah, a word that has the time associated with it, either the past or the present or the future. We call them verbs in English. Not words, verbs. Verbs. Say it, say it with me verb now say Volkswagen some of you people say Volkswagen okay so of verbs that's okay past present or future and then there's the ism and an ism is complicated it's a lot of things at the same time what are those things person place thing idea adjective adverb and more and you can tell ism is pretty complicated. And because it's complicated, it takes me three days to help you understand ism. actually dedicate three days of this program just to help you understand ism. Okay? And we're in day two. Everything we're doing for these three days is only about what? Ism. Even if we use the fi'l, we use the fi'l only so it can help us understand the ism. So our focus is 100% on ism right now. Okay? Now, When it comes to ism, I said that an ism has four properties. I want you to think of it like when we are studying ism, we're going to study four chapters. Think of it like that. Four chapters in this book called ism. And the first chapter is called status. Then the second chapter is called number. And the third one is called gender. And the last one is called type. Those are the four chapters. When you study those four chapters, okay, you know what? I understand the ism. Okay, Right now, we are in the middle of trying to understand chapter one, the hardest chapter in Arabic. This chapter is so hard, Arabs mess it up. Forget us, Arabs mess it up. Okay, This is not an easy chapter. And I wanted to do this chapter first, because if you get this right, then everything else that follows depends on this one. You know, in mathematics, there's multiplication and addition... And then everything else that comes in mathematics down the road depends on those two things. Multiplication, addition, subtraction, division. Those four things, everything else is based on that. You can get to the highest level of math later on, but the foundation is still these basics, right? That's what I want you to think when you think about what's, what property? Status. Status is that, that important, okay? Now, here's another. If you've studied Arabic before, you may realize this is not how you learn Arabic in any other class. This is a complete bid'ah that I am exposing you to because I understand how English speakers think. Because I had to learn Arabic like you. I was sitting in your chair at some point trying to make sense of this stuff, right? And when I saw the, 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 the official approach used, it just didn't make any sense to me. And I come from a tech background. And in, in tech, you, you want to have systems in place. You want to you wanna put things in regiments. And, you know, so you can, you, you want to see an, a hierarchy, an architecture, scaffolding. You double-click this folder, these files open up. You click that folder, subfolders and diagrams. That's what I want in your head. I want diagrams in your head. Arabic, three kinds of words. When you double-click Arabic, you get ism, fi'il, and harf. When you double click ism you get four folders you get a folder called status another one called number another one called gender another one called type when you double click status when you go inside status you're gonna find four lessons and the four lessons are the forms of status how to tell status i made you write this down yesterday the forms of status how to tell status light heavy status flexibility of status we don't know all that stuff yet we don't and that's okay but i do want to take the hardest part of yesterday which was the end the end of yesterday was definitely the hardest part of yesterday and i want to start by making that part easy again so we're going to start with the end of yesterday fix that up because you may have gaps in your understanding and then we're going to go forward okay so the first thing I want you to note is then we're coming back to page six. Even if you don't understand it, it is absolutely essential that you memorize this. It is not a luxury. This is, I'm not making you memorize something that you will not use. I guarantee you every day of your Arabic learning for the next few months, you will need this. You will need this. So please show it on the screen. Not me. I don't want to look myself. Okay. So Muslimun, Musliman, Muslimin. Muslimani, Muslimaini, Muslimaini, Muslimuna, Muslimina, Muslimina, and I want you to understand why you're memorizing this. So let me explain again. This is broken up into how many groups? Good. Group one is called Muslimun, Musliman, Muslimin. What's in group two? Muslimani, Muslimaini, Muslimaini. What's in group three? Muslimuna, Muslimina, Muslimina. Now some students come to me and say, Ustad, uni, ani, ini, mini, my, ini, mo. I don't understand. There's too many uni, inis. You know? You know what you're doing? You're bunching everything together and then it sounds intimidating and overwhelming. What am I telling you to do first? Break it up into how many groups? Keep them separate. If you jumble things together, you're going to mess yourself up. Math class, mathematics. A good mathematics teacher. When students do their work, sometimes students don't do their work neatly. They write everything on top of everything, and they get the answer wrong, right? Even though they understand all the concepts, they don't separate neatly. So what does a good math teacher tell you to do? Separate. Write the numbers separately. Put this neatly so you can see what's going on. Because then you're taking a test, and you're all anxious, and you're writing all messy, when you got to go, because after you... Do your answers. You want to go back and check if you did everything right. If your answers were messy, you can't check your work. But if your, an- if your process was neat and clean, you can check your work. Same logic. Clean it up. Muslimun, Musliman, Muslimin. Separately. Then what? Muslimani, Muslimaini, Muslimaini. Then what? Muslimuna, Muslimina, Muslimina. If you try to look at this all at once, jumble it together Muslim you're just gonna mess yourself up you will you'll miss the point so now each of these three groups is made up of how many members each each group has three members the first member is always rafa the second member is always nasib the third member is always jar is that clear so when i say muslimun musliman muslimin muslimun is what Rafa, Musliman is nasib, Muslimin is jar. Okay, then why do we have three groups? Why not just have one group? What's the difference between the first group and the second group? Fine, even Muslimani is rafa, Muslimaini is nasib, Muslimaini is jar. The same thing, rafa nasib jar. Even in Muslimuna, Muslimuna is rafa, Muslimina is nasib, Muslimina is jar. So if it's always rafa nasib jar, Rafa Nasib Jar Rafa Jar. Why do we have three groups? Because the first group is for what? For singular words: one masjid, one book, one Muslim. The second group is for what? Two Muslims in Rafa, two Muslims in Nasib, two Muslims in Jar. And Muslimuna is for who? More than two Muslims in Rafa, more than two Muslims in Nasib, and more than two Muslims in Jar. Does that make sense so far? Okay, so now we did it this way, right? Top to bottom. Muslimun, Musliman, Muslimin. Muslimani, Muslimani, Muslimani. Muslimuna, Muslimina, Muslimina. We did it top to bottom. If you look at it across, like for math class, if you look at it across the x-axis instead of the y-axis, if you look at it across the x-axis, what's the common thing in Muslimun, Muslimani, and Muslimuna? What's the thing that's in common? They're all rafa. That's one rafa, two rafa, and three rafa. And musliman, muslimaini, and muslimina, what do they have in common? One nasib, two nasib, three nasib, but they're all nasib. And if you look at the bottom, one muslimin, muslimaini, muslimina, what do they all have in common? They're all jar. Now, why am I making you memorize this? Because I want page six. If I meet you five years from now, and you say, oh, thad, I took your Arabic class, and I say, page six. And what are you going to say? Muslimun, Musliman, Muslimin, Muslimani, Muslimaini, Muslimaini, Muslimuna, Muslimina, Muslimina. And I'm going to say, which one is plural jar? I'm going to say this to you. I kid you not. I will say, which one is plural jar? And what are you going to tell me? You're going to say Muslimina, and I'm going to say, you are a good Muslim. Okay. (laughs) There's a pun intended in that. (laughs) So, good. Now you understand the logic of this chart. Now. A page before this in your notes is page five. This is page six. And so this here is page five. Here's what I want you to do. I told you, I, we have to figure out whether each of these is Rafa or Nasab or jar, But I want you to understand the system. We always look for combinations first. We always look for what? combinations first. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go down the whole page and every word that you think has a combination, put a C on it. I don't want you to figure out what the combination is. Just put a C on it. If you just read the word and if the end of it sounds like a combination, just put a C. I'll give you a minute. Find as many as you can from the first column and the second column. Okay? You can talk to each other if you like. Would anybody like to share the first combination on the first column? Show of hands, please. If you could tell me what the first combination is in the first column. Yes, young man. What number? The number? Which number? 21, he says, Al Walidani. Does everybody agree? Yeah, ani. Now, go back to page 6. This one said keep this word in your head, Al Walidani. Go back to page six. It's a combination, he says. Which combination does it match? Because we've got six combinations. Muslimani, Muslimaini, Muslimaini, Muslimuna, Muslimina, Muslimina. If it's a combination, it's got to match one of them. Which one does it match? It, yes? Two are, two rafa. So the answer for al-walidani is two rafa. Do you understand how to use page six? Okay, who's got the next combination? Yes, young man over there, all the way? 23, very good. And what do you think? What does it match on page six? I don't know what you said. Say it again. Jar, okay, let's read it again. Al, try to read that for me. Al-Aqrabuna. Now go to page six. Go to page six, young man. See, I'm trying to look for what sound at the end. Una. See, if you find it and tell me what you know about that word, that sound. Excellent. Plural, rafa. What's the Arabic word on page six that matches this? Musli, muslimuna, al-aqrabuna, the una, una matched. Yeah? So this is plural and what? Rafa. Make sense? you understand how to use the combinations now okay I don't ever want you to turn your page back and look at page six then flip it again and look at it again and flip it again and look at it again what do I want you see a you say muslimun musliman muslimin muslimani muslimani muslimini ding 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 muslimuna this is third column first member this is plural rafa that's what needs to happen in your head do you understand you see why, how you're gonna use page six, okay? So, let's see if you can do this without looking at page six now. Anybody else? This is, this, I'm gonna give this one away. This is a combination. This is a combination, number 25. Yes, go ahead, yes. Al-untha good reading, now what do we do? Two nasb or two jar? I don't know. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. A little depressed, actually. I put a lot of work in teaching, and this is what you uh, come up with. Guys, help me out here. Alun Yes, all the way in the back, young man. Speak a little lower. I still hear your voice. 25, yeah. To nasab jar? You're right. She, she was right. <laughs> <laughs> but the pain you felt when I said he was right, and you said the exact same thing, and I said, you were sure? Okay. Well, this is my way of building confidence, isn't it? Okay. 29. Still ladies' turn. Let's see. Somebody else. Somebody else. Somebody who's never spoken before. Yes, go ahead. No, no, why don't you? Yes. Oh, very good. Khalidina, she says, is Ina, which is a combination of three nasb or three jar. Do you agree? Very good. Now you got the system. You got the system. What do you look for first in a word? Should you check for combinations first or should for, should look for sounds first? Very nice. Okay. Guy's side. 31. What are you going to do? Yes, young man. Yes. Gray hoodie. Three rafa? I like it. Three rafa. Because it matches what word on page six that's in your head, that lives in your head? Muslimuna. Muslimuna. Very nice. Okay. Still, gentlemen, I need one more from you. Number 33. Yes. Yes. Three nasab. Three nasab or jar. Very good. Three nasab or jar. Is this feeling better than last night already? Ah. You have to learn to trust me. Even if I leave you in anxiety the night before, I will help you. Okay, just learn to trust me through these 10 days. I need to build that relationship with you because I know exactly how I make you feel. Yesterday, actually, I was thrown off because I thought, I was told the Isha Salah would be at 10, but then some people had the thing and they said, no, we need to still have it at 9.45. So I lost 15 minutes of my planning. So the time I was going to use to reduce your anxiety, we were praying. So, <laughs> so today we're praying at 10. So inshallah, it's, I have planned accordingly because it's all... Planned in my head, what kind of psychological games I'm going to play with you is all planned in my head. So that kind of messed with my plans a little bit. Okay, anyway. So, munzirina, everybody's clear is plural nasub jar. Yes? Lady side again. Somebody who has not yet volunteered. Yes, young man, go ahead. What you saying? What you saying? Likulamaini, what is it? To nasb or two jar. Very good. Very good. I like. I like. Okay, let's go to the other side. Makithina. Number four. Makithina. Lady, still your turn. I right, two on this side. Yes, go ahead. But how do I even point correct? Because no matter where I point, the person I don't point to answers. How do I do it? You have to whoever I I don't know, I've got to come up with a system. But yes, do it again. Actually, I didn't pick you, the one in front of you. OK? Two nusser binjad is correct. Yeah. Two nusser binjad is correct. What it says Makkiithna' is two. Ina? Ina. What's Ina? Ina, Ina, Ina. Three nasib. three. How would th- can somebody turn this into a two? If this was two, how would you say it? Show of hands. If this was two, how would you have said it? Yes. Yeah, you yeah. Makithini. yes. Makkithini. Because it would have matched Musli Maini, that would have been two. Good. Al Binuna. Guys, all the way, all in the far neighborhood. Yes, young man. Three Rafa. This is what I like. It's the confidence in his voice, mashallah. Three Rafa. Everybody agree? Three Rafa is correct. Al Bahraini. Not only should you tell me what it is, you gotta tell me the word from the Muslim chart that you used to tell me. I want you to, I wanna know you made that connection. Yes, sir. Muslimaini, good. Two NJ, two Nasuburjar, very nice, very nice. Okay. Uh, I didn't bring chocolate with me today. But tomorrow I'll bring it, inshallah. Because I have a who can answer this one? No, I just want twenty-four. I don't care about anything else. I want this one. If I had chocolate, I would have given you for this one, if you get it right. What do you think? Ugh. How disappointing. Yes. 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 It's nasab with sound. I like this one better. Two rafa. Huh? I like this one better too. Yes. One jar. The answer. I love it. I love it. The Shafi'is are saying one jar, the Hanafis are saying, I love it. <laughs> uh, the answer is one jar. And I will tell you why. Because on page six, you see Muslimani, right? But I never said Muslimah. Nin. I didn't say that. If I didn't say it, you can't use it. What it says is what it means. There is no such thing as musliman nin. So if you see an un, an, or in, you have to go back to what? You have to go back to sound. That came close to being a combination, but it's not a combination. You clear? Okay, now watch this. Let's see if you can do this one. I'm going to make one up. Let's see what you got. I'll take votes. Masakino. What do you think? One Rafa. Inu. Inu. Three of them, right? Musli, muslimunu, Musliminu. Does it match a combination? Yes or no? It matches a combination? You memorize, clearly Memorized Muslimun, Musliman, Muslimin, Muslimani, Muslimaini, Muslimaini, Muslimunu, Musliminu, Musliminu. Muslimi, no. Muslimuna, Muslimina does it match a combination? No. Yeah. Ooh, ahead of time, okay. You're right. We'll solve this one today. We'll solve this one today. So far so good? Okay, now. We don't have to go through all of it because now I, I know you get it now. Come back to page six. In Arabic, there are either sounds or what? Combinations. And the purpose, you can tell the purpose of combinations. Combinations tell you a couple of things. They tell you the status, but they also tell you how many. Isn't it? They tell you the status and they also tell you how many. If you see ani, it told you it's rafa, but it also told you something else. What else did it tell you? That it's two. So you get two pieces of information at the same time from status. Now, there's another chart right underneath it. Another chart, right underneath that one. The first chart was Muslimun, Musliman, and Muslimin. This chart is Muslimatun, Muslimatan, Muslimatin. It's the same word Muslim, but you put a hijab at the end of it. Okay? So once you wrap a hijab at the end of it, it became what? That's the feminine version. Now, I have not taught you gender yet. Because we do status, then we do number, then we do gender. So this is not officially studying gender yet. But some words in Arabic, you can convert them to feminine using a hijab. The hijab is called the ta marbuta. It's called the ta what? Marbuta. You don't have to know that. It doesn't increase your iman if you don't know that. It's just a little ta thing at the end. Okay? Ta marbuta. So Muslim is the masculine version. Muslimatun is the feminine version. But in the end... The is un, the nasib is an, the jar is in, which is exactly the same as the above chart. So if you memorized muslimun, musliman, muslimin, then you haven't really learned anything new when you say muslimatun, muslimatan, muslimatin. You shouldn't be intimidated by the first column because it's not new information. You with me? Look at the second column. muslimatani, muslimataini is it really new information? Not really, because it's still Ani, Aini, Aini. What's that extra Ta doing there? Just letting you know it's two Muslim women in Rafa, two Muslim women in Nasib, two Muslim women in Jar. So actually, if somebody memorized Muslimun, Musliman, Muslimin, Muslimani, Muslimaini, Muslimaini, then they have already learned muslimatun, muslimatan, muslimatin, muslimatani, muslimataini, muslimataini. However, when you get to the plural column, you don't get muslimatuna. So tuna is not halal in this situation. Okay? And tina is not welcome. Muslimatina, there's no tuna and there's no tina. Okay, so when it came to the plural column, something happened. So in the second chart, the only piece of it where there's something new is where? The feminine plural. The feminine what? Plural. So let me tell you something that will stay with you throughout your Arabic studies journey. Women in Arabic grammar, when they get together, they want to do something different. Every time. Whenever women unionize in Arabic, they do their own thing. This will happen in ism. This will happen in fi'il. This will happen in pronouns. This will happen across grammar. Across grammar. Every time there's one woman, okay. Two women, still part of the rest of society. Multiple women, that's it. We're doing our own thing. We don't need no una, eena. Get out of here. It's, it's taking the word Muslim and it adds something new. It adds a-tun, a-tin, a-tin. This is a new thing we're learning now. Now let me tell you what this means. This means if you hear not tun, I'm not asking you to listen for tun. I'm asking you to listen for what? a So you've got to hear a long a and then a tun. And is that ta like a hijab or is it opened up? The first column, the ta was closed up. It was a wrapped up hijab. But this last one is what? Opened up. It's an open ta. It's a different word. If you see the round ta, I don't care if you hear atun or atin. It's not plural. But if you hear, if you see an open ta and you hear atun, that's not a sound, even though it sounds like a sound, it's not a sound. It's actually a combination. And you know, the thing we learned about combinations, listen to this part carefully, in combinations, are two things the same in combinations? There's ani, and then "ani, aini are the same. Then you had una, and what was the same? Ina, ina was the same. When you get atun, what do you get that's the same? Atin, atin is the same. So the plural feminine nasib and the plural feminine jar are the... Same. There is no such thing in Arabic as muslimatan that doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. Only atun or atin. If you hear atun, what are you talking about? Plural, feminine, what? Right. Three are feminine. And if you hear atin, you're hearing three are or three nasb feminine or three jar feminine. You with me so far? Now watch. What's the difference between una, like Muslimuna and Muslimatin? This is important for Quranic Arabic. Una includes men and women. I'll say that again. Una includes men and women. Ina also includes men and women. But Atun and Atin only includes women. So the masculine. Is inclusive, but the feminine is exclusive. Okay, that's the rule in Arabic. The masculine is what inclusive, and the feminine is exclusive. When Allah will say, "Hudalil Muttaqina," right? This, this is guidance for who? Al Muttaqina. Did you hear a combination? The people who have taqwa, plural. What status is that? Muttaqina. What do you think? Three jar or nasab. Okay. Because it's ina, it's masculine, the masculine chart, right? You know what that means? It includes men and includes women. If Allah said Hudallil Muttaqati or muttaqiyati, Atin, then you know what we would have said? That's only for that's only for women. You understand? Okay. So, repeat after me. Muslimun, Musliman, Muslimin. Muslimani, Muslimaini, Muslimaini. Muslimuna, Muslimina, Muslimina. Good. Muslimatun, Muslimatan, Muslimatin. Is that new information? Not really. Muslimatani, Muslimataini, Muslimataini. (coughs) <coughs> new info muslimatun muslimatin muslimatin new info yep say it for me muslimatun muslimatin muslimatin and what doesn't exist in Arabic <coughs> tan does not exist in Arabic muslimatan does not exist in Arabic now how many people here married Okay? If you're married, then you know that you don't invite your family and her family over at the same time. Okay? That doesn't make any sense. You can only have either her family over or your family over, unless you're having suicidal thoughts, invite both of them over. But you don't do that. Okay? Now, there's a thing in Arabic. There's two words, two things in Arabic that are in-laws to each other. Okay, is her-in-laws his-in-laws? You know the un-sound? The un-sound? The un-sound does not get along with this thing we call. I will show you. Al. Al. Al in Arabic means the. Al means what? The. But when you put un, an, or in on a word, it actually means a. This is not officially a part of our lesson, but I want you to know something which I will teach officially probably tomorrow. But I want you to know this ahead of time. Al means what? The. But if you just hear un, an, or in at the end of a word, it usually means what? A. A. Can you put A and V at the same time on the same word? No. So if a word begins with al, it cannot end with un, an, or... You with me? Un, an, or in. So what's the solution? Here's the solution that the Arabs came up with thousands of years ago. They said, there's Muslimun, right? But if I want to put al on it, then I'll say al-Muslimun. I won't say al muslimu i will not say al muslimun anymore. I'll just say what? al muslimu Don't write this down. Just listen for now, okay? Now, watch this. Muslimatun tun. Does it have an un at the end? What if I wanted to put al on this? al tu. I need you to know that if you hear a-tu, a-tu, it's still a combination. Even if it's not al. Al is just one reason. I'll show you others. But even if there's no al, if you hear a-tu, it's still a combination. What else is also going to be a combination? Al Muslima If you hear a tin or a still combination. So have you ever heard? Have you heard this before? Okay, so they both end with E and E. Yes? But I need you to know that one of them is a combination and the other one is just a sound. Which one is a combination? Ati, And which one is a sound? Okay, so now here's my question. This is the real question. Al-Ardi is a sound. You, to- you agreed, yes? What status is Al-Ardi? Is it rafa or nasb or Jar? Excellent. Why? Because it ends with E. U or Un is Raf'ah. A or an is nasb E or in is jar. But is as-samawati a sound or is as-samawati a combination? It's a combination. So what's the status of as-samawati? Combinations usually get two answers. Remember, ina could be plural nasb or jar. Muslimatin. How many times is muslimatin in the chart? So Muslimati, as-samawati, this could be. What's the answer here? Plural nasb or plural jar? Go back to page five. This page five is not leaving us alone. See if you find any feminine combinations on page five. Keep looking. Keep looking. No rush. I like it. Some people called out 18. Yes? Let's zoom in. Let's zoom in. That's the word, yeah? Here's my trick question. Can you look at this word and give me the entire Muslim chart, but not with the word Muslim, but with this word? No, the whole chart, from the beginning, from the masculine, all the way. Can you do it? Who can do it? I don't know. I don't know, that's a hard one. You are doubtful, so I'm going to go with you. Yes. No, the whole thing, from the beginning of page 6. Go on. Salihun. Salihan. Salihin. Saliha. You're still in the masculine chart. Salihani, salihaini, good. Salihuna, salihina, salihina. Now come to the feminine chart. Salihatun, salihatan, salihatin, then. Salihatani, salihataini, salihatayni, then. Salihat. Tun salihah, tin tin. What's the answer here? Plural. Nasubjar, but the feminine kind. Cool, huh? You can see a word and you could see a whole chart in your head. You don't you don't see a word, you see a whole chart in your head. You can reconstruct, not all the time. Don't try this at home. But then I tried it and it did it. It feels so good in class, but I feel so bad when I go home. Samawatin. What do you think? It could be nasab. It could be jar. Right? It's feminine. Okay, I'm going to give you a real test. Pick a surah. Nahal. Okay, nahal. Too late. I already picked Nahal. First 13 ayat of Surah Al-Nahal. Here we go. How did you do that? So cool. Alright. let We'll start with this word. Oh, no. That's not good. Oh, that's terrible. Oh my God. My coloring skills. Okay. Al-Malaikata. What you got for me? I want to know the status. I want to know the status. Yes? Yeah, Nasub. Ending sound or combination? Sound. Why does it have the hijab thingy at the end? When we study gender. Not right now. When we study what? Gender. What are we focused on right now? On gender? What are we focused on? Good. So stay focused. Birruhi. I want to know, raf'a, nasb, or jar, on Birruhi. Clear? Clear? Everybody clear it's jar? Yeah, very good. La ilaha. What do you think? Ilaha. Nasb? Nasb what? Nasb sound? Nasb combination? Some sound. OK? All righty. Asamawati My first question is going to be, what? What's my first question? Always. Sound or? That's always the first question. Combination? Now the question is, which combination? Three nasib or three jar feminine. Good job, Hassan. Very nice. Three nasib or three jar feminine. Everybody see it? So you didn't get tricked by the fact that it wasn't tin. Even if you see aati or aatin, you won't get tricked. You know. Okay. Uh, let's see if you can handle this one. Al insana. Al-Insana, Lady side, show of hands. Yes? Jar, because, hmm. What does it match on page six? What does it match on page six? Al-Insana matches Muslimuna? I forgive you, now fix it. I won't let go until you fix it. So al-insana matches muslimani, is what you're saying. Al-insana matches muslimani. No, I forgive you again. Now try again. Does it match any combination? Does it match ani? No. Does it match aini? No. Does it match una? No. Does it match ina? Now, if it doesn't match any combination, what do you do? Go back to sound. So what sound is closest to Al-Insana? Muslimun? Does it match with Muslimun? Okay, oh, The double trouble, double roti, double, yeah. Okay, then what do you tell me the answer though. What's the ending sound that you hear here in Al-Insana? So what's the answer? No, let her, let her answer. One nasib is correct. Excellent. Allow, sometimes I want a student to go through a little bit of a journey to find it and find their own aha moment. Just because they're having a little bit of a few seconds extra to get to their aha moment and you already got there doesn't mean you should get uh, intellectual diarrhea that makes you ne- no but it's it's nasab though it's nasab i heard you it's nasab nasab i tell you nasab yes i know i know but the job of a teacher is to help the one who's struggling find their way you understand and so you have to and as you're learning with me i also want you to learn a few things about teaching now some of you are super smart some of you even use the word broken plural today which means you've studied some stuff before. In fact, you've studied it with me. I want you to learn something about the mannerism of a class. Then the mannerism of a class, some people are fast, some people are what? Slow. Now what happens in many classrooms is the teacher is very happy with the students that are fast and very upset with the students that are slow. In my philosophy, the teacher's job is not the students that are fast. The teacher's job, the teacher's test the teacher's test of their own ability is not the students that are fast it's the students that are slow and they're slow because i didn't explain something clearly enough for them and i need to go make sure they ca- it's not because they're slow it's because they needed some other explanation so i need to find another way to explain and another way to explain which then when i slow down the fast students are like Come on, I already got it. Let's move on. Let's get this show on the road. When are we going to do bulaga? When are we going to do poetry, yo? This lack of patience, you know what that means? You're never going to become a good teacher with that attitude. So when you, either you're learning, and when you're not learning, what are you learning? Learning to teach. That's when you're learning to teach. How do you take someone from step one? And what, what do bad teachers do? When bad teachers hear a student say the wrong answer, they're like, look at this guy. Seriously? I've been wasting my time all this time. You don't know the answer? Why can't you be like that one? Who said nasab for the last 45 minutes? In other words, when someone's struggling, bad teachers shame the student that's struggling. But actually, in my opinion, shame on the teacher. Because the teacher's job is to make sure to actually encourage the ones that are struggling and those turn out to be the best students. They just turn out to be the best students. And this is not just for Arabic. This is just teaching. Teaching anything. You have to respect the people that are actually struggling. That's not a commentary on how stupid they are and how you're smarter. Listen, some things will be easier for you and other things will be harder for you. And let me tell you something. The students then think, oh, this is easy. I don't have to put any work in. This is easy. When they actually get to something that's hard, they're not used to doing any hard work because everything was what for them? Easy. So the moment they hit a hard subject, they crash because they never learned the tool to put in tools to put in the work. So they just crash and they have such a hard time keeping up and then they get depressed. They say, I used to be so smart and all of a sudden I became stupid. And there were people that were so slow in their answers and now they're getting all the answers and I'm leaving behind. I'm stupid. No, you're not stupid. You're just not getting the right work ethic. Just because something comes easy to you doesn't mean you don't need to put in the work. Don't develop that attitude. Okay, so and just because something is hard for you, stop comparing yourself to somebody else. Don't do that in your life. You will be a loser for life because you can always compare yourself to someone else who knows more than you. There's a you know thousands of people come here and pray in this community. I can guarantee you there's hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of them, if not thousands of them, that know a lot more than I do. But I'm not living in comparison. I know what I know and I know what I need to learn. But the moment you compare, this one has faster answers. This one calls out everything. This one raises their hand all the time. I hate them. I want to find out where they're parked. I'm gonna slash their tires today. Okay. There is that, there is that attitude, isn't it? So don't be the annoying, <laughs> don't do that. Read the room, be, develop uh, empathy for fellow students. I want to create an environment where everybody feels encouraged. Yes, I will make fun of you because <laughs> I enjoy doing that. But not because I think you're lesser, just because I'm a teacher. And that's part of my part of the perks of being a teacher is humiliating students in fun ways. Okay? All right. Okay. Let's go on. Not fatin. Not fatin. What do you think? Yes, my dear. Jar singular. Excellent job. Excellent job. Khasimun. Guys, oops. Khasimun. What do you think? Yes. One Rafa, Excellent. It's one Rafa. You guys are getting it. Mubinun. What do you think? Eenun. Eenun. Musliminun. No? No? Sound or combination? Sound. So therefore, what status? One Rafa. You know, when I opened up the surah, I skipped lots of words. You notice that? Let's skip some less. I don't want to just know Rafa. I taught you like four kinds of Rafa. One, two, three, three feminine. There's four kinds of Rafa. There's four kinds of nasab. There are four kinds of jar. That's what I've given you so far. One Rafa. L- the word Allah. One jar. One job. With me? Excellent. OK, now we can move on. This is going to be a new lesson. And like before, I'm going to ask you not to write anything down yet. Just pay close attention, OK? You can ask a question, of course. No, plurals are not always combinations. We will learn them in number. So today is status. And hopefully by the end of today, we can get into number. And then tomorrow we finish uh, gender and type, inshallah. Okay? All right. So, here's what I want you to know. So, there's Muslimun, Musliman, and Muslimin. Okay? You, you memorize this. You memorized it going this way, so this might feel blasphemous to you, but just bear with me. Muslimun, Musliman, and Muslimin. Which one is written differently? The second one, what's an added letter that the Arabs like to add? Alif. Yeah, that's just a, a standard of the Arabic language. Uh, now I want you to listen to something carefully. Sometimes an ayah of the Qur'an ends with something rafa. Sometimes it ends with something rafa. Sometimes it ends with something nasb. Sometimes it ends with something jar. Listen to this. Wallahu ghafurur raheem. Rahim, what's the last sound you heard? Sukun. It wasn't un, It wasn't an. And it wasn't in. But if you open up the ayah of the Quran in the on the mushaf, you'll see. You'll see this, okay? But the the qari did not say this. What did he say? Rahim, and he stopped. You know why? Because this is something the Arabs used to do for thousands of years. They wouldn't say the last sound because they're Arab. They know it without you saying it. So their way of saying, I've reached the end of my sentence, is I'm not going to make the sound of the status. But since you're Arab, or you understand Arabic, even without me telling you what the sound is, you will know what the sound is. Okay, so this is... The way we recite Qur'an, we don't recite Alhamdulillahi alameen, iya wa iya We don't do that. We, we sukoon, 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 sukun. Why? Not because it's not there, but because for the Arab listener, you don't say it and it's already understood. I'm going to get you to the point one day, inshallah, where even when you don't hear it, you'll know what it is. Even without hearing it, you will know. Okay, so that's one. Here's the other thing. How do you? If this was at the end of an ayah, how would they read it? They wouldn't read rahim. Rahima. Do you see why the alif is important? so you say rahiman you say rahiman but if you were to stop there you wouldn't say rahim you would say rahima so if muslimun was at the end of a sentence if the first one was at the end of a sentence how would you say it muslim if musliman was at the end of a sentence how would you say it muslima and then if muslimin was at the end of a sentence how would you say it muslim You understand? So that's why the alif is important for audible purposes. The nasab one will sound different at the end of a sentence, okay? But if it's not at the end of a sentence, you will actually hear un, an, and, in. That's just a a side note. But now the the new lesson for you. Read the bottom line. What's the first word? Muslimu. I'll make it up top fine. Muslimu. What's the second word? Muslima, and what's the third word? That's not what you memorized. What did you memorize? Muslimun, Musliman. What you memorized is called the heavy version. What you memorized is called what? The heavy version. What makes it heavy? An extra N sound. That's what makes the word a little bit heavier. What I put here is actually not the heavy version, but the light version. Muslimu. The heavy version of Muslimun, what's the light version of Muslimun? Muslimu. What's the light version of Musliman? By the way, when I made it light, what happened to the alif? No longer needed. No longer needed. Muslima. What's the light version of Muslimin? Muslimi. You with me? Now, here's the thing. Unlike Western standards, Arabs think heavy is normal. Heavy is normal. And light is unusual. Heavy is normal. Light is what? As a student of the Arabic language, when I'm reading something in Arabic and I see an ism, I expect that ism to be heavy. I expect it to be what? Heavy. So if it's heavy, I don't say, hey, why are you heavy? Why you put on so much noon? So I'm supposed to be heavy. What do you want? But if it's light, I say, hey, Who made you light, bro? What happened? There has to be a reason for it to be what? But there has to be no reason for it to be heavy. Techies here know what the default is, right? What's the default in Arabic? Heavy or light? Heavy is default. That's normal. That's standard. But the unusual situation is when you make it light. Okay. So you know how it sounds. This one's heavy. This one is light. Okay. Now. You memorized Muslimani, what else did you memorize? Muslimani and Muslimani, yes? I'm just gonna... What did I do in the second line? What in the world did I do? What did I get rid of? I got rid of that noon. I just got rid of it. Muslimani. I said, you know what? You need some weight loss. I'm going to get rid of the what? The knee. The light version of Muslimani is Muslima, without the knee. The light version of Muslimaini is Muslimay without the knee. And the light version of the second Muslimaini is knee without the knee. The, the, the Muslimai without the ni. What's the third group you memorized? Muslimuna and what else? Muslimina, what else? Can somebody volunteer to give me the light version of each of these? Somebody would like to try? Go ahead, young lady, yes? Muslimuna, what's the light version? Good job. Muslimu. Very good, Britta. Then Muslimi. Very nice. Excellent. Muslimi. Which one of these, normally, which one should you find? Top line. And if you have a special reason, special license, then you can use the bottom line. By By two more days, you'll know when to use the light version. Or when do you see the light version? But right now, you need to know there's a difference between the normal version and the light version, okay? So, we didn't just memorize the muslimun, musliman. Every time I say muslimun, I need to hear the whole room. Muslimun, musliman, muslimin, muslimani, Muslimaini, muslimuna, muslimina, muslimina. We did some more today. Muslimatun, muslimatan, muslimatin. Muslimatani, Muslimataini, Muslimataini, Muslimatun, Muslimatin, Muslimatin. Yes? Now I'm going to read that whole thing. We'll look at it together. I'll open up page 6 again. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read this, but I'm going to pretend that I'm reading the light version the whole time just so I know that you know how to convert it. How would I read the first column? Muslimu, Muslima, Muslimi. Second column. Muslima, Muslimay, Muslimay. Third column. Muslimu, Muslimi, Muslimi. Okay, let's go to the bottom one. How would I read Muslimatun, Muslimatan, Muslimatin? How do you think? Muslimatu? Muslimata, Muslimati, Muslimatani, muslimataini no, that's wrong. Muslimata, Muslimatai, Muslimatai, what should I do here? What do you think? muslimatu Muslimati, Muslimati. Every word, every ism in Arabic is either raf'a. Every ism is either raf'a or nasb or jar. And every raf'a, nasb or jar is either heavy or light. And if it's light, I better find the reason. If it's heavy, I don't care. It's supposed to be heavy. If it's light, I need to know why. what happened. When you say... La ilaha, illallah. Look at ilaha. Is it light or heavy? So as as a student of Arabic, should I say something special is going on here or no? I need to know why that happened. I need to understand something. Now, let me show you something else. Okay, read the first line. La bay'un, light or heavy? La khulatun, light or heavy? La shafa'atun, light or heavy? They're all in the Quran. All top three are in the Quran. Let's read the bottom line. La rayba, light. La ilaha, light. La ikraha. Cool, there's a difference. These words mean, if, you, if I was to translate badly, I'd say there's no friendship, oh there's no sale, there's no friendship, there's no intercession, there's no doubt, there's no God, and there's no forcing, there's no compulsion. These are the phrases. There is no, and whatever word comes after. But in the Arabic, is there a difference between there is no followed by heavy, and there is no followed by light? Which one of, you, which one of them would you say is unusual? So, three of those expressions are more unusual than the other three. Now, let me help you under, understand this. I won't give you more lessons before Maghrib. We'll do more work after Maghrib. Light and heavy, is we're in a pretty good place, okay? Just to help you understand the difference between no that's heavy and no that is what? Light. This is only for no's, by the way. No's with, with uh, isms. When I, walk, when I used to teach third grade, I was a teacher in third grade, and uh, my stupidity was, I thought, if I'm going to go into third grade class teaching these kids, first thing I should do is become their friend. I should do all kinds of tricks for them. I should put a pencil in my ear, take it out of this ear, right? I should, I should you know, pull out a coin. I should tell them a scary story. I should tell them jokes, Oh, those kids loved me. They were like, those class was a circus. It was supposed to be math class, but the first day, I just made jokes with them and jokes with them and jokes with them. And they loved it. Even the principal had to come in because the kids were like, ah! and then the principal, is everything okay here? I was like, yeah, yeah. They were just, was like, shh guys, okay, it's okay. Then, so I thought, first I'll become their friend and then after that, I'll do what? Then I'll teach them. The next day, I said, okay, everybody, chapter two, open the books. And what do these kids do? Now, do that thing with your ear. And some other kid's standing on the, teacher, look at this. And he stands on the desk and he starts dancing. I was like, can you please sit down? He goes, I could. The other kid goes, I could do better than that. And they get. (laughs) The class was a circus. Animals let loose in the zoo. I couldn't control anyone. Anyone at all. So now I realized. Me being a friend is not going to work. I have to what? Lay down the law. So I said, "Guys, no talking. Come on, no talking. No talking." Is anybody listening when I talk like that? Then I said, "No talking!" When I did that, what happened? All of a sudden, and they all calmed down, except one kid. One kid. I still I get nightmares about this kid. He was sitting in the front desk, the desk that touches the teacher's desk. He was on that desk. He raises his hand. And you know, the thing about raising your hand is you should raise your hand and then speak when you are asked. No, no, no. He raises his hand. He goes, can I get some water? He deflated my... I had so much authority when I said, no talking, can I get some water? It's like he stabbed me in the gut. He took everything. I was like, yes, go ahead. There's different levels of no. There's different levels of no. When I said no talking, guys, no talking, come on, no talking, different level. When I said no talking, different level or no? Your kids, when they're little, you can't catch me. And you run after them. Stop, stop, stop. But you don't stop. You keep running. And then finally, you stop running and they say, you can't catch me. Because their stop actually didn't really mean what? Stop. And then you start tickling them and they say, stop it, stop it, stop it. And then all of a sudden, they're, you're like, oh, this is one of those fake stop-its. Keep going. And then they're like, ha, 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 you didn't stop. They're like, oh, so you went from the stop-it, which is... Kind of fun play, stop it to a very serious stop it, and I didn't know where the line was. And I said, I'm sorry, but I told you to stop. No has lots of what? Variations. You got to read the room. You got to read the room. Sometimes there's a no that is, for the most part, no. Generally, no. Usually, no. Like, for example, you go to a hotel and you want to check in early. They say, our policy is you can't check in until 3 p.m. We don't allow guests to check in until 3 p.m. But okay. That's no check-in policy with some room for what? Exception. But then you have an employee who has, you know, a rough fight with their spouse that night, and they say, there's absolutely no way I will let you check in even after the check-in time. Did you want a no-smoking room? I'm going to get you a double-smoking room. There's going to be so so much smoke in your room, there's going to be a fire in that building because of your room. In fact, I'll set fire to your room. That's what that's a different level no. Different levels of... You know what Arabic does? It's so cool. Classical Arabic does this. When there's a general no, where there may be some room for exceptions, it's a normal no. And the normal no shouldn't be light. It should be what? Heavy. But when there's a no, and there's no room for any exception... Unless stated there's no room for any exception, then it's going to be what? Light. Go back to the slides. Or the screen, my screen. بي... Judgment Day, there is no sale on Judgment Day. Allah says there is no sale on Judgment Day. But He didn't make it an absolutely no. You know why? Because Allah says Himself, bi anna lahum al Allah has purchased their monies and their, their lives in exchange for Jannah from believers. So yes, most people won't be able to sell anything. But some believers have already made the sale in this life. They're the exception. So there's room for exception. He says on judgment day, لا, لا بيع فيه ولا خلط. There's no friendship on judgment day. On judgment day, there's no friendship. Are there some people that are Allah's friends on judgment day? Are there some people that are under Allah's shade on judgment day? Is there room for exception? Normal, no. Not a categorical no, a normal no. He says, La Shafa'atun. Nobody will be able to plead for anybody else on Judgment Day. Nobody can make a case for anybody else. By and large, is that true? By and large, it's true. Is there room for exception? Yeah. Yeah. Now you come to the bottom line. La Rayba. This book, Quran, La Rayba Fihi. Is there room for exception? There is no doubt whatsoever in this book. There's no room for any doubt at all. So what does he do? He makes it what? Light. He says, there is no God except Allah. We translate that, there's no God except Allah. But the way that he said there's no God, what did he do? There's absolutely no room for anyone at all, in any way, shape, or form, except Allah. This is the strongest way of saying no. It's not a normal. Oh, there's no God generally, except Allah. No, 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 absolutely not, except Allah. When it comes to forcing somebody to accept this religion, Allah says, "La ikraha fit din." There is no compulsion at all, in any way, shape, or form, in terms of the religion. There's no exceptions. La ikraha fit din. Do you see a difference? Now, in English translations of the Quran, most of the time. You'll find the top line is translated, there is no sale, there is no friendship, there is no intercession, and the bottom line is translated, there is no doubt, there is no God, and there is no compulsion. Do you notice a difference in English? Not at all. You don't notice a difference. But the Arabic student, do they know the difference? Yep. So the stuff that I'm teaching you, this light and heavy business, this is just one example of why light and heavy is important. This is not the only thing light and heavy does. But I want to give you a taste of why are are we even learning? What do I care about light and heavy? What am I going to do with that? You're going to do a lot with that because it's going to give you a taste of what's happening in the Quran in different places. Right? And again, I'm giving you controlled examples. Do not try this at home. Do not open up Quran and say, I see a light here. No, you don't. That's not even an ism. That's a fi'il. Hold on. You don't know how to tell the difference between an ism and a fi'il yet. You don't know how to tell many... You've got two days, not even, one and a half days of Arabic. So do not jump off the cliff and say, I am ready for this light and heavy. I'm going to give a khutbah about this next week. I'm starting my own Instagram page. Light and heavy. That's what I'm going to call it. (laughs) Chill out. Chill out. I see a lot of people talk about ayat of the Quran and what they mean. And honestly, it's like nails on a chalkboard. Like, why are you opening your mouth? Please, please don't. And I'm not into refuting or correcting someone else. That's not my thing. But do I sit there and cringe? Yeah. yeah. Because I wish, I, I wish we took the Arabic of the Quran more seriously so we could appreciate what Allah is actually saying. So now let's take some notes. We already wrote this so, you're going to add. The first thing was under status. We said number one, forms. Sorry, let me change the text direction. Forms of status, yes? Which are? Which are what? Rafa Nasab Jar. And you already know what each one is. Rafa is doer and more. Nasab is detail of the act and more. And Jar is after of and more. I gave you that yesterday when we ended. The second thing was how to tell status. And we can tell status by a, ending sounds, and ending combos. And ending combos are three groups. Pair group, plural group, there's a third group. Plural feminine group. The pair group, ani, ani, ani. The plural group, Una ina ina the feminine plural group atun atin atin. That's how you tell status. I don't know why that says three. That should say B. I know it's all messed up. That's okay. There's a C. I don't you don't know what that means yet but I'm just going to write that, and you guys can understand it tomorrow, inshallah. What did I write? Pronouns or what? Pronouns are rebels. We'll see. We'll see what that means. Before we break for the prayer, I want to finish your notes on light status versus heavy status. A. Normally, an ism should be what? Heavy. There are four reasons to be. L. Do we know them yet? No. But you should know that there are four. Okay. There's four reasons in Arabic to be light. And. Okay, that's it. That's all you got to know. Normally, an ism should be heavy. There are four reasons to be light. To make an ism light, remove tenween. What is tenween? On an, in. That's called tenween. Tenween means on an, in. Remove tenween. Or, what's another way to make light? Remove the n from the... Combination like what and like a ni becomes what when it's light ah and una becomes what ooh that's all okay maybe one more comment here that'll help you and that is Every word on page 6 can be made L. And you should know how to do it. You should know how to take any word on page 6 and make it what? Light. That's skill you need to have. So you can recognize that when that's happening in Quran. Okay, let's take a break for salah. It's time to start. Okay, let's go. Let's go live. Let me know if we're good. We're good? Okay. Bismillah wa salatu wa salamun ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Back to work. Uh I'm going to explain some of this to you one more time so it's solid before we move forward. All of this has to do with page 6. So this discussion about light and heavy, just make sure you understand what, what, how this is related to page 6. By page 6, I mean both charts. Muslimun, Musliman, Muslimin. Again, every time I say it, you're going to say it with me. Muslimun, Musliman, Muslim... Every time I say it, you will say it with me. Muslimun, Musliman, Muslimin... Muslimin. <coughs>